Gokulam, Mohammedan, Churchill Brothers, Aizwal, Taru, Sudevad, first timers. Trau. Trau, okay, that's how it is. Taru. Taru. Do you need a joke there? You, if you don't want to say Taru, then you should say Tidim Road Athletic Union. Yeah. I don't want to say that. Let's start again. Hello listener and welcome to another episode of Injury Time India, your one-stop shop for everything for the beautiful game in this country. Joining us from Bangalore is Sandeep. Hey Sandeep. Hey guys, I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Doing really well, man. And also oh, joining us on this episode is Akar Sharma from Delhi. It's very chilly. I can't even move out of my room. <laughs> well, at least we get you on uh, this channel on Zoom so that we can talk a lot about Indian football. Let's just dive right into it because there's a lot to discuss today. Let's just begin with the I-League. Guys, the season was under, got underway a week ago. It's been an interesting season uh, season so, so far, just a few matches in there. Mohamedan uh, coming back into the I-League, Akarsh, the gold dust, like you like to, like I like to put, put it, given the way that you have always approached I-League. What do you look at? Like, what is the most interesting bit about this league for you? The most interesting bit is, uh, again, uh, there are te- nobody can call out which are the favorites. You have again a bunch of six six teams that can be favorites. And there are so many variables right now. Uh, let let me let me put it put it this way. The format has changed, so the so the the eleven teams split into uh, play play each other once, then split into a league of top six and a league of to- bottom five to decide the winner and the relegation. Right, which essentially means. The late bloomers, like a like a Chennai FC, would be, get screwed in this format. You you don't have time. You don't have time. You have to hit the ground running. And right now, if if I have to look at the first two matches, you can see how this can affect affect the entire standings and affect and even even a big big favorite can get into the relegation zone, relegation uh, league, which is essentially the bottom five. I'll tell you how because you have you are allowed to only sign four foreigners. There's no no room for a buffer signing as well. This has been the rule this season, and that has to be a three plus one, uh, an Asian and a non non Asian three foreigners. Essentially, if one of your foreigners gets injured, then you're screwed. Um, apart from that, uh, a Chennai Chennai City, for example, played really well in the first match, then lost to Real Kashmir because they also had two of their players, two of their first eleven first eleven choices out for COVID. Uh, they tested positive for COVID. Then they tested negative, and uh, also their roommates also had to quarantine. So again, Chennai City has already lost a big, big match against Real Kashmir. One of the major reasons was this because they were in the game all all throughout. So this is a this is a league which is very difficult to pr- predict. The only way you can predict this is by elimination. To be frank, that the three northeast teams don't look too strong. And they're also missing their local leagues, and they they haven't really hit the ground running. Uh, and and Indian Arrows will probably finish bottom. Uh, Sudeva is very interesting. Sudeva has performed well against uh, Indian Arrows and both Mohammedan Sporting. They lost against Mohammedan Sporting, but Indian Arrows they they completely outplayed Indian Arrows, which is not something that many teams do. If you think about it, even teams with foreign foreign contingent. So Sudeva might just they, their target is very clear to finish in the top six in the first phase. Obviously, uh, they might just bump one of the bigger sides into the bottom five. 
let's see how they go the the big thing about sudeva is they have an all indian contingent so let's see But how akarsh uh, aren't you looking a bit too much into their uh, performance against indian arrows like for me i consider indian arrows to be the whipping 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 boys of this league and that's how the first two matches have turned out to be i agree with you but uh, indian arrows actually played really well against churchill brothers in the first half uh they were leading at one point they responded very well to going a goal behind and eventually they lost the game only due to their lack of physicality and that ran because their goalkeeper is really bad i'm so sorry i should probably put it in a milder way their goalkeeper is struggling right now to handle <laughs> simple aerial balls they uh, mr prakash prakash uh, truth bombs <laughs> and Ch- churchill brothers really bombarded them with that mm-hmm. actually the physicality of foreigner and the senior senior players eventually uh, paid off but sudeva has an all indian contingent so that was supposed to be an all indian match i mean imagine paul maysfield commenting on those that, that match <laughs> this is what indian football is all about for the top leagues and all 22 players on the pitch are indian and blah blah and the first ever and the record and and eventually sudeva did really well i mean sudeva i have a i have a weird theory let me let me float this theory to you you know what happens when a when a team when a team uh, has to uh, spend on f- or or has to build a team around four foreigners what they do is they 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 really focus on getting the good for good foreigners and they tend to sort of compromise on the indians around them so deva it seems haven't done that so deva have uh, players like keen lewis uh, sairat keema gur simrat gill uh, nauram mahesh who was really good at with shillong Uh, and he's he's on loan from Kerala Blasters. Ajay Singh is their captain. Kharpan is there as a forward. Pintu Mahata was a regular with Mohan Bagan. Rakshit Dagar was a regular with Minerva. It's a pretty decent side. It's it's probably still not going to make the top six, but it's a it's a pretty decent side when it comes out on the pitch. Uh, and and compared to some some somebody like a Mohammad Sporting, some of their some of their Indians aren't really too inspiring. They're very dependent on their foreigners, and the creativity is actually missing. uh because even mohammedan sporting has, has two foreign defensive midfielders and and a defensive and defensive minded center back obviously so so it's a so deva has been has been in, in, i've been impressed with the first two matches uh in general let's see where where they go this is a free hit season for them they're immune from relegation as well that really bodes well for sudeva but sandeep what about the team from uh, your hometown gokulam kerala uh unfortunate loss in their first match against chennai city fc but they came back really strong against punjab in the second one i mean really strong is probably pushing it because uh, they showed good character is what i would say um, but uh, they don't convince defensively the goalkeeper is not very convincing either uh, they have ajja and anthvi ajja we know can score goals and he, he has proved it as well uh their front line looks okay but over uh, by and large i'm not very convinced uh, from the team's perspective because it just feels like they find some way or another to make a mountain so that they can climb it so at some point they have to stop doing that and uh, it's a little difficult to say because just two matches in it's also difficult to say how good they are going to be or if their players are all uh, up to speed and things like that although they have had a proper preseason and things in in terms of when you compare to the rest of the teams but i'm not to convince them but i wanted to check on, uh, touch on the other two teams that uh, uh, akarsh has spoken on i have a different view on arrows because in my uh, 
head it's like that team because we have done this before right with pylan arrows and things where you have i think at that time it was 121 now probably little younger with the arrows boys but these guys are they are very inexperienced and they would probably really have like a better chance of playing a better level of football or understanding the game or learning it if they had two or three foreign uh, seniors not foreigners senior players in that team like like a, a asian games team or a world uh, the olympics team that goes from the countries which is largely under 23 plus i think two or maybe three uh, overage players so that would really help them because when you talk about sudeva sudeva is going to be the easiest challenge for them in terms of the fact that in terms of quality they are an all indian side and the best quality of indians i think keen louis is probably their best player and in that only the goalkeeper made the error for the first goal uh, that uh, defender number 3 uh, parai i think his name was he made a mistake for the second goal and uh, bad marking for the third goal so they are making individual errors to concede these goals and they uh, conceded five against churchill at the back so having an experienced figure i think will only help them to navigate through certain situations to have a leader of sort so someone to look up to who's been there done that that kind of a thing but uh, it it just feels like aiff has a development team and they'll just uh, help them play for you know two three couple of years they'll play over there and then they'll sell them off to other clubs to buy like what they've done with vikram pratap singh and uh, things like that so it just feels like that project is not i'm not too convinced with that project i feel like a couple of senior heads will really help them and sudeva is also interesting because i really like the fact that it's an all indian team and the first chance they've gotten like like akar said it's a free hit and they didn't throw so much money into it they are like okay we'll figure the league out in the first time and then probably go into it next season because this is an interesting paradox that you see between isl and uh, i league in isl almost always the the team who spends the most amount of money is generally the one who's up there who's going to win the title you can see it this year with uh, uh, mumbai last year atk spent the most i think there was a time when bfc was up there in wage bill and they were dominating in i league it's a whole different situation since the time isol has won then minerva has won then chennai has won so in i league it's a lot more about the type of players that you sign the kind of football that you want to play how smart are you with the money and what sort of characters are you signing because most of the top indian players or at least in quote unquote top indian players are going to play in the isl so you need to find a way to play build your team with the second rung of players and i don't think that's the right way to put it most of them haven't got the opportunity but it's it's a league where you can make a name and move up to the isl make more money or it's a league where the top players have who lost their spots in come down or uh, older players who are you know sort of on the in the vein can come down and have one final push so it's that kind of a league where you have to figure out the personnel and the kind of team that you want to have and then put them together so it's di- very difficult league to call generally it's very difficult in the t- in terms of travel as well which is not there this year but complications with covid rules and things like that are going to be there so in that sense i think this year this league is going to be very interesting from me, from what i saw uh, real kashmir looked like they have the strongest squad but we have seen situation where the strongest squad don't win the title uh, bagan obviously last year is an exception but yeah it's going to be very interesting for sure well akarsh 
Chennai City FC is another team that uh, can make a difference in this tier, in this league, right? A former cha- former champions. Could this be a season when they win win the title again? They are hoping so. Uh, it will be their last. This is expected to be their last season, if you remember. Right. Uh, reports suggest they are going to well merge or whatever you want to call it with Chennai and FC. But it's an interesting. Uh, there's there's a level of continuity in this in this club that matches the level of continuity that is where which is with the Real Kashmir. Uh, the the Singaporean head coach. Um, is 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 was the assistant coach of the previous head coach for two years and the style of play is pretty similar and uh, the squad is pretty similar and they brought in they brought in three serbians and one singaporean uh, which is also very interesting uh, i noted that elvidin a defender a serbian defender was taking penalties and the singapore singaporean uh, forward iqbal hussain was taking all the free kicks and he he looks pretty decent on free kicks he didn't hit the target but um, uh, there's something about this the Iqbal as a left footer who's who sort of from open play he didn't impress but from freaking taking free kick taking duties he seems to be impressing and the deliveries are really good. Uh, apart from that they have Shankar Sampigiraj this time as a he's playing in the center of defense rather than I think he's used to playing in defensive midfield right so it's a very Gaurav Gora-esque situation again. Then you have your Vijay Nagappan who did really well in that opening game and scored scored a great team goal. With uh, Demir Avdik as well. Demir Avdik is a Serbian number ten they've signed, who's involved everywhere. And Molerovic is the defensive midfielder they've signed. So it's it's actually a pretty good squad. I I I would have assumed that they would have just written this season off, but they're doing pretty well. And they were pretty angry at being at missing the two key players. So they're very competitive this season as well. We'll just want to end on a high, is it? It seems so. Why not? This this seems to be a league that you, you can easily win. <laughs> Probably the ISL will be much tougher. So, might as well pick up a trophy here. Well, Sandeep, that is not something that we agree on, right? I-League is much more tougher to win the year. <laughs> yeah, but uh, when you don't have the money to play in the ISL level, probably going to be very difficult for them to win. Unless, you know, it becomes like a situation where Chennai is like Chennai, but it's not really Chennai, like certain other clubs that we know. So, yeah, it's a difficult situation. Just it's, it's or or worse that uh, Chennai is sort of like a club that we knew, but uh, Chennai is a new club, so you know it can go either <laughs> way. Well, there's some time to for all of that to happen. Real Kashmir Akash, you spoke about looks really strong. There was a novelty factor when this team came into the I League, but now it's all about getting that uh, into the results that the club desires. Because I remember reading a story a few days back saying that. This is also another club that aspires to be in the ISL and is looking to find a way to get into the ISL. Yeah, and um, I have to laugh at Real Kashmir because of the, the shameless nature with which they continue their <laughs> tactics. It is incredible. They are just they, they have long throws and crosses in the box and not even crosses at times. Right now they have Senar Alte at left back, <laughs> and he just he just puts he puts crosses which are more higher than longer. They just put it up front and wait for their striker to head the ball. And Dika, Dika Dipanda is, they've signed David Dipanda, yeah. who, was, who was the league's highest goal scorer last season. Uh, they have Adifemi. Uh, they have um, uh, they have Mason Robertson, who who pops up in the in the box whenever needed. It, it, is, it is extraordinary. They, they don't really care at all. Their possession stats are so poor. Uh, they gave 70% possession to Chennai City. 
uh, and uh, eventually beat them 2-0. Uh, but, but on the other hand, also, the only goal they've conceded in the two matches was conceded up to 9 seconds. The fastest goal ever in in high league history, which was so amusing. Um, basically, basically, Trau just kicked off, put up a, put a long ball. Harun Amiri, for some reason, Amiri was heading the ball as a defensive midfielder inside the penalty box instead of the centre-backs. So, when he headed the ball out, he headed in a position where he is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, just picked up the ball and unleashed a left-footed goal. goal. Within nine seconds, they were, they were behind. And Mithun Samantha was sleeping for that as well. It's a very amusing goal to look at. You should, any, anybody who go and google it in the indian football channel as well uh, but it's a uh, they they should have actually beaten trau as well uh, and if he missed an absolute sitter like he he stopped the ball dead and he had to just pass it in anywhere in the goal and he passed it outside of the goal i cannot believe he missed that and dipanda dipanda set up that chance very well they are a threat unfortunately their strikers are known to miss a lot of chances so they have to create even more chances and some of the chances they create are very half chances like like headers are technically half chances. You don't expect even a free header. You don't often expect unless to go in unless you know there's pace on the ball and you just have to direct. So it's an interesting it's interesting thing. They also don't have a home don't have their home advantage this season. But I think in the IFA Shield they showed that home advantage doesn't really matter for them. Yeah, uh, that was a huge victory for them as well. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a they're the team to beat this season again. Well, that I, officially... I mean, the very fact that this is a team them. that came from uh, a place that is in so much turmoil and has consistently sort of, not really, but consistently sort of punched about their weight. And they've managed to hold on to the coach who's been there. I don't know. He, he's happy there. He has he's bought his son over. And I've read, I mean, I did a story on Real Kashmir like a year or two ago. I don't remember because 2020 was sort of a has confused my entire bearings in terms of which year I wrote what. But uh, about the times like they go for training and there was absolutely nothing and there's all snow all over the place and they have to shovel the snow out before training and things like that. It's a heartwarming story to see that they are in a position to actually this year go into the season as a chal- as a main challenger. While they have sort of had their core of Danish Farouk and Mason Robertson who's like a Swiss Army man of the football uh, footballer and then they brought back Ravanan who played for them before and added uh, Ralte Sena and uh, Lalrindika also so it's just and Amiri also who who's I've done a podcast with and I promise I'll release at some point but uh, he he is someone who grew up in Afghanistan when it was not great uh, at a time in the country like he spoke on the podcast about uh, people being uh, brutalized in the halftime of a football and things like that while he was growing up. And now he is, uh, I am not drawing comparison, but he's not in the, he's playing for a team that comes from a situation where a lot of uh, bad things keep happening in that place again and again and again. And uh, if not violent, but at least in terms of uh, cutting contact from the rest of the world, uh, internet blockage and all that telephone block and all those kind of things. It's just nice to have a team who's, doing something to uplift the fans there. And I really hope, uh, I'm a Gopalam fan, but still I hope uh, Real Kashmir can win it. And I hope they win it in the season where they can get promoted. Uh, that's probably the most important. Uh, and also a season where they get to play in Kashmir, in front of their fans. Yeah, I mean, I like the way they play. Full one-on-one football. Kick it up, punch the other guy and finish it. <laughs> 
Well, Akash, uh, another team that uh, we have in this time this time round is uh, Round Glass Punjab FC. That's how we call them. Call them right. That's the entire name of yes, the, yes, with the name of the sponsors. Yes. So no longer Minerva. It's Punjab FC. What do you make of them? Uh, they are. They have been a funny side right now. Uh, they sh- should have conceded points against Aizol. Uh, heartbreakingly, Aizol just can't convert their chances. Uh, and and while Punjab celebrated a clean sheet, uh, they really got their well asses handed to by Gokulam Kerala. <laughs> uh, who, who, which which is a very funny club. It is the most entertaining club. They just they, sometimes when they attack, they just forget about the defense. They don't care. Care. It's it's so much fun to watch Gokulam Kerala. Because no man, Punjab, it's very annoying to watch Gokulam Kerala. <laughs> I know, I know. As a neutral, it's so much fun to watch Gokulam Kerala because you should see the when when Chencho and uh, I think it was Jitain Murmu, who's, who's also mm. the centre forward for Punjab. They had the, you know, how big Salt Lake Stadium pitch is and how big it looks with the stadium. They had the whole freedom of Salt Lake in two versus one counter-attacks. And they just couldn't convert. And when they eventually did convert, they were up 2-0. Then they were up 3-1. And then they conceded three goals. And ironically, 10 minutes after Anwar Ali, the senior Anwar Ali came on. And and frankly, this, this, this is again um, similar to how a question by, by Prateek Chaudhary is... Uh, a Bengaluru FC first choice. I don't know how Anwar Ali gets a game today in Indian football, any of the top top two leagues. Anwar Ali is sort of that that you know when I used to when I used to go in the mornings on a on a Saturday morning to play football in a in an open field, and when we were playing, and these these uncles would come with who who we really couldn't refuse to sort of not not uh, uh, let participate. I mean we would we would have to get them get them in if they are requesting. Anwar Ali is sort of that player. You should see him on the pitch. He just feels like this this uh, huge figure that has just come into walk around, and he scored the own goal. He scored a very poor own goal as well to con- concede the victory. Actually, Punjab, and he was at fault for their equalizer as well. He was probably not at fault for their uh, sorry. He was at fault for the three two one. Uh, he wasn't fault for he wasn't at fault for three three, but he scored an own goal for four three. And even even against Aizol, when Anwar Ali came on in the 90th minute, my hopes were actually raised. <laughs> they are going, 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 going completely defensive, and actually, I saw missed missed a couple of chances in stoppage yeah, time. Yeah, late in the game. Yeah, yeah. So, so the problem with Punjab is that Daniel Azevedo, the, their Brazilian centre back, cannot come soon enough. I think he's injured right now, but he's not in the side. One of the more peculiarities about Punjab are I do not know why they have wasted a goalkeeping position on exactly. A I was yeah. thinking the same. I have it's no idea. Although, although, although Kiran Limbu pulled off an. Absolutely miraculous save. I don't think across ISL or I League in five years I've seen such a save. Right, Antwi of um, Gokulam Kerala. I hope the pronunciation is right. Uh, Dennis Antwi basically. He denied him. He also saved a penalty. So you you can imagine you can imagine how many goals Punjab would have conceded in a in a game where they've already lost three four. It it is incredible that uh, Punjab did not concede more. Even though, even though they have players in their lineup, pretty pretty um, seasoned high league players, you can say. Bikramjeet Singh is their captain. Sanju Pradhan is there. Sumit Passi hasn't really started yet. The Constantine's uh, favorite player. Rupert Nongram is there, and Bobby Das is also right now a defensive midfielder. Uh, and Hoseba Vetia. Uh, one of one of the things I keep reading or listening or watching is that 
everybody keeps on hyping Hoseba Betia as you you cannot rule out round loss Punjab because Hoseba Betia is part of the team. But Betia is Betia is one of those players who still need the team around him. He's not your he's not going to dribble past everybody and score his goals. He needs people around him to sort of. Uh, he's a great player. He's probably the league's best player. But he still needs players around him to finish off. For example, a Bagan had a Diawara to finish off the chances. They uh, Betia also had a Fran Gonzalez last season. So Betia cannot do things on his own. So while you are saying that this this one player really elevates the entire team, he cannot really do it on his own. And there was a, there was a very interesting controversy also that that happened, which which might be an injury time exclusive. Uh, uh, that after after um, uh, Gokulam won that match and made that comeback successfully. Uh, Curtis Fleming, the round loss Punjab coach, had complained uh, to the authorities that the Gokulam Kerala coach, Italian coach, had uh, showed him a middle finger. So basically, the the, the emotions were really running high in, in, the, in those comeback. And even I think the even the commissioner had match commissioner had reported that uh, the the celebrations were overly aggressive, both in the dugout and on the pitch. But that's how football is. The emotions were high. So so basically, I was saying Punjab Punjab FC is. Um, Chencho on the counter attack, and they were relying too heavily on the counter attack after, after even after scoring against Saizor and even even against Gokulam Kerala throughout. So I want to see if there is another dimension to their game right now, uh, because if there isn't, then it's going to be a problem. And uh, they are they are a completely tied in the sense that they, I don't think they've played a competitive match before. So it's going to be a bit of a pain for them to win the league. I don't think they're capable of that. I think there are better teams. I think they they should finish top six. Is the junior Anwarali also with Minerva now? No, no, he's not. Oh, with Minerva or Punjab? Well, Minerva. Different teams. There, there are two different teams now. Yeah, Minerva, Minerva. I think he is with the. We'll have to check. I think I saw. A, I think he's with Minerva. Yeah, yeah, he is playing yeah. somewhere or something. Yeah, yeah, he, he is he, with Minerva Academy. Ranjit Bajaj is the only person who plays. Yeah. If I remember correctly, he was playing the Himachal State League. Played a few matches. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, okay, that's the photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, uh, three more teams to talk about from the northeast: uh, Trau, Neroka, and Aizwal. Looks uh, looks like we might have one of the one of these teams going down this time around. Maybe, yeah, but it just feels so. This is one thing that I wanted to bring to notice, and this pertains mostly to Aizwal than to the other two. But uh, the amount of people who leave these clubs, like Aizol has to basically restart most of their players, like most of their attacking players at least every season because they lose most of the wingers and the number 10s and things like that. So to have a team, so generally they are aided by the fact that all these Mizo Premier League and the, the, you know all those local mm-hmm. state leagues happen for them. Which is massive. So like they play, I think a player in Aizol plays around 40 to 50 games a season. So this year there was none of those. So they probably couldn't scout properly as well. But uh, if you look at uh, Aizol, they have Princeville, uh, uh, Alpha Jarian and all who I think should be made honorary, uh, you know, citizenship has to be given to them by now. And then Brandon has come back and it looks like that team has the making to escape relegation. But the other two, I'm really quite uh, worried about because it they all make chances. The interesting thing with the Northeast teams, they all make chances, but nobody really finishes them off. It's little frustrating sometimes because everything until the final third or until the last last pass is done very well, 
and then you see that they don't convert it and then uh, you might concede one goal or two goal uh, in the counter attack or a free kick or something and that's the end of their uh, challenge in that thing in, in that match as such it just feels i feel bad for these teams dude like honestly they'll come they'll take them all and then the commentators will be like yeah the 25 year old youngster and all those things in the isl <laughs> and then uh, look at brandon he he went to i think east bengal didn't he go to east bengal he did for a season yeah and then he couldn't make it and then comes back but he was so so good in the season when they were actually doing well right so it just it just feels like that there are those clubs at the bottom they are at the bottom right now but two of them have only played one game they will struggle always regardless of uh, whatever uh, situation they might find themselves in they'll always struggle because one they don't have the financial might and two it's now i think there is a role that when you take a player you get you should be compensated by the club so i don't think that was there so i saw you lose all those players for free and even and even indian arrows made money from those players so i think now you know you have to look into them and the long term prospect like trao owner and all once told me that there is no point playing i league if you keep uh, undercutting its value because they won't get to make they'll just go back and play the meso league and act as a feeder club not spend so much money for i league so there are so many situations that uh, these northeast clubs especially have to deal with which i think uh, will never really put them in good stead to challenge for the title and uh, going down i don't think will be the worst thing for a trow let's say if they go down they'll probably play the local league and be absolutely fine with it and also uh, akash might come back the following season winning uh, through the qualifiers right who might come back one of the northeast teams that goes down this time around if that is to happen they might just win the highly qualifiers and come back the following season oh i fear i fear for their existence if they go down uh, yeah. they are already sort of hanging on uh, it's especially in a pandemic especially when there are no leagues no local leagues being played uh in fact it's it's if you look at the, the three northeastern teams they're likely to make the bottom five um they have such similarities in the way they've pro, 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 uh, they've gone about this um, season uh, all three by the way have indian coaches mm-hmm. uh the only th- three three indian th- three clubs to have indian coaches apart from indian arrows uh stanley rosario is continuing from uh, last season gift trikhan is continuing from last season nand kumar singh is basically a place to- placeholder i think i think their management has some issues with controlling everything about the team and setup and lineups that's why they had a pretty miserable time of foreign coaches last season they had two different coaches in three different stints and they sacked them within within a few games at each point of time uh isol is has three foreigners no asian neroka has three foreigners no asian uh, trao has uh, three foreigners including one asian but not a fourth foreigner uh isol has all 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 of the indians in isol are mizo boys and as sandeep pointed out brandon uh, van lalrendika is one of the more notable ones uh there's one more who's who performed really well and stood out there's a right winger called monzova basically lal monzova who's who for, you call him monzova for short but he really run uh, punjab ragged in the first game i'm looking forward to seeing him this season and sandeep is right if they perform well they are going to isol is going to again that these players are going to go elsewhere uh and isol has to rebuild but i love the fact that this play this this club rebuilds 
and Richard Casaga and Alfred Jarian have continued from last season. Princeville has come, but Princeville was really poor against Punjab. There were probably eyes all the Indian Indian strikers who were better than him and more lively than him in the box. Neroka missed their two two foreigners in the first match, and these two foreigners might be might sound familiar to you. One is Nathaniel Garcia, Nathaniel Garcia, who's from Sandeep's Gokulam, Kerala. Uh, used to be he used to be a very interesting player on the ball, and he's also brought in his young uh, uh, brother as well. Somehow, <laughs> Judah Judah. Manuel Garcia is called, but both of them haven't featured. I think they're injured. One of them I know is injured. I don't know what the, about the other. So these two were missing in Neroka's first match, and still Neroka and Trau drew, drew it one-one. And Trau Trau had their foreigners available for this. So which is why I'm saying that these these three these three clubs will struggle. Uh, let Let's see how it goes. But uh, I fear for their existence if if they if one of them sort of goes down and is actually relegated. Last time I saw just. It, the pandemic saved eyes all from rele- relegation, and you would fear what what would have happened, uh, especially with the Mizo Premier League not being there. So let let's see how it goes. I enjoy watching eyes all because they are, they usually play really well, and uh, they miss that final touch. Last time, the last season, they they in desperation they had about three different strikers. None of them fired. Uh, this time they have Princewell, who was with one of the northeastern teams. I forgot whether it was Neroka or Trau. I think it was. I, Sometimes get confused between the two, uh, but Princeville did not really fire too many goals. <laughs> He's basically being brought in for a familiarity of the league. So let's see. I'm I'm hoping, uh, praying for Aizol, but let's see how what happens. Well, hoping for the best in the I League. Nathaniel bringing in his brother, uh, brother to India, and you say India has no employment opportunities. Just a joke. <laughs> I was trying to crack. I mean, there are uh, there is a defender and a goalkeeper combo also in India. So you know. Yeah, it's not a very <laughs> unheard of <laughs> things to do. Well, guys, pretty inter- interesting times ahead for Indian football in whichever way you say. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Injury Time. But before we uh, shut shop for today, there are a few shout-outs that we would like to give. First up, for humans of Indian football and their podcast, the Totally Football Show, where Sandeep totally Indian Football Show. The totally Indian football show where Sandeep is one of the panelists. Sandeep, could you talk to us a bit more about what what is the show about and where all can we find them? I think you can find it anywhere. Uh, there is a podcast to be found and also on YouTube as well. And it concentrates a lot more on. Uh, so it's not like a. It's more of an in-depth sort of a discussion about certain factors rather than an overall preview or a review. That is generally the case with most podcasts. Well, if you're an Indian football fan, you should definitely check that out. And our guy Akash Sharma is coming with something pretty interesting in the coming days. Akash, would you like to talk talk a bit about that? Yeah, it's it's a it's basically a video channel uh, called Football Baba. Um, I will launch it soon. And um, as is my general approach to Indian football, it's going to be no holds barred. I don't give a toss what I say, what I don't, what how how people perceive it. Uh, it's going to be a mix of Hindi and English. Um, I know parts of the parts of India don't don't understand Hindi, but the delivery the delivery is better that way. Well, subtitles will help, man. Um, yes, subtitles will help. I I will uh, tag uh, no Hindi imposition into. <laughs> Who knows? I might even launch a podcast. You never. Like, like he, he just said he doesn't care about what people think. He just says what he wants. Yeah, exactly. So that will get him more traction. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, I might just launch a podcast um, in humans of Indian football and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're looking forward, but to, now that forward to all the content. Now that you put it out there, you have to do this now. 
ఇంజరీ టైమ్ అండ్ ఎంజాయ్ ద గేమ్